Good morning and welcome to Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch. I'm your host, Pat Donovan, on KSVU 90.1 FM in Hamilton Concrete. I just want to wish you a happy Sunday, and I hope you had a wonderful Valentine's Day with your Valentine. And uh, I did. (laughs) Anyway, it was a lot of fun. Great times, good times, happy times. And uh, we've got some good music for you, as well as our normal stuff that we do here on Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch. Let's get into the weather, shall we? And we got the ski report, too, and the outlook of spring with the Weather Channel that said that it's going to be above average here for the next three months meaning we'll be warmer while Florida will be cooler. Can you imagine that? We're going to be warmer than Florida. Oh boy, from a strong El Nino to an even stronger La Nina. Sunday today is going to be 46 degrees and we've got a bit of rain in our forecast. Uh, Yes, we do. It's going to be 36 tonight. Uh, with a little rain and a couple of uh, flakes of snow. But don't worry, it's going to be at least 15 to 16 inches. Just kidding. Um, Not even that. Uh, The sun rose this morning at 7.09 a.m. We'll set at 5.33 p.m. And the moon will rise at 11.27 a.m. and set at 4.04 a.m. We have on Monday through... Oh, Wednesday, 52 degrees, 53, 56, light rain and showers, uh, roughly about 40% each day on average, and the nighttime on Monday will be 40, 39, 38, and Tuesday and Wednesday, uh, respectively. Uh, Partly cloudy on Thursday and Friday, uh, around 56 and 54, and then we have some cooling trends from Saturday the 24th into March 1st. As you know, March goes in like a lion and comes out like a lamb. As they say, we have 44, 43, 42, 42, 43, and 43 temperatures for highs and into low to mid 30s at night. So you'll see some frost on the pumpkin, as we say, (laughs) just in jest. Uh, We have um, some good stories for you this morning as well. Uh, Also, the sweetest of all sounds is praise by Xenophon. I don't know who Xenophon is. I will look it up for you and find out. Let's get into our music, shall we? Here is an old song by Spyro Gyro, which I love tremendously. Great group. Shaker song. What the World Needs Now by the late Wes Montgomery, grandfather of actor Anthony Montgomery from Star Trek. Uh, Ordinary by Wayne Brady and Cafe Reggio by Zachary Burrow. Right here on Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch.
girls keep saying we should be more social Cause we keep to ourselves most of the time They just don't understand what we got going on Cause a love like this is so hard to find Don't wanna live by no one else's designs Though every day ain't glamorous To me it's just fine I'm perfect the way that we are Nothing ordinary about the way I feel Nothing extraordinary, this is real Don't need to reach for the stars
Oh, that's a beautiful song. Cafe Reggio by Zachary Bro, right here on Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch. We are KSVU 90.1 FM in Hamilton Concrete. I've got a great story here for you from an actor. Um, you know him as Batman, uh, Christian Bale. And uh, he breaks ground on 12 foster homes to house hundreds of transitioning teens in California. This is really wonderful. This is what I love about goodnewsnetwork.org. We have stuff here. Uh, I say we, and that was collectively. It's not because we sponsor SKSVU this you know, website. But what is here is beautiful stories about the world that is not in the normal media of chaos that we are always here. The personal passion project of Hollywood A-lister Christian Bale seems to be finally coming to fruition as the Welsh actor recently broke ground on a children's foster care village in Palmdale, California. Founding the nonprofit Together California, it's taken Mr. Bale 16 years to really get the show on the road after being inspired to help improve the foster care system following the birth of his daughter in 05. Together California acquired a 4.67-acre site adjacent to the McAdam Park in Palmdale, a city in the north of L.A., numbering around 160,000 people in 2022. The groundbreaking ceremony coincided with a break in the recent stormy weather and left both the natural lighting and sense of the future looking a lot more sunny. I had a very unrealistic idea that within one year I, I'd have created a miniature sound of music with kids singing on the hills in an endlessly joyful environment, the Batman star told The Hollywood Reporter. But I discovered, no, it takes an awful long time and a really well-motivated people. It's complicated and tough to help kids. It should be a hell of a lot easier than it was, but I didn't flinch for one second. Offering pioneering care design to keep foster siblings together, the village will feature 12 three-bedroom townhomes, each with housing six children. A full-time professionally trained foster parent will provide care and support. Studio apartments will be available to provide temporary housing for visiting relatives or transitional housing for kids aging out of foster care. A 7,000-square-foot community center will also be offered enriching programs and services as part of the project. Imagine the absolute pain and trauma of losing your parents or being torn from your parents and then losing your brothers and sisters on top of that. That's no way to treat kids. And so we will be the hub for that, said Christian Bale. I hope that this village will be the first of many. And I hope that people, Californians and Angelinos alike, know to come and join us in opening our eyes to what's happening right under our noses. These children 
are our children and we must help our children. Bale explained that it was the birth of his daughter Luca with his wife Sibi that first enlightened the actor as to the conditions of the foster care system. The state has the largest number of foster kids in the nation, and often it sees siblings go in and get separated, unable to grow up together. He also said he was influenced by his father, an environmental activist who worked with the Dion Fossey Guerrilla Fund and the Humane Society of the United States and who moved the family around a lot. Philanthropy was part of David Bale's life and Christian recalled there often being people sleeping in the family home who had nowhere else to go. That's a beautiful story, and that's good news. And you can read more about it and see more about Together California on thegoodnewsnetwork.org. Let's get into our next set of music. All in My Mind by Pete Belasco, Cadillac Kid by Matt Marshak, Teach Me Tonight with Jeffrey Osborne. And I'll go into a song for Wayman by Julian Vaughn, right here on Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch, KSVU 90.1 FM. Oh, 
I've got a lot to learn And you think I'm trying not to learn Since this is a perfect spot to learn Teach me tonight Starting with the ABC of it Right down to the XYZ of it Help me solve the mystery of it Teach me tonight The sky's a blackboard So high above you And if a shooting star goes by I'll use that star To write I love you A thousand times across the sky One thing is in very clear, my love Should the teacher stand so near, my love Graduation almost here, my love Teach me Oh, 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 oh,
A song for Wayman by Julian Vaughn. That would be for Wayman Tisdale. A former, I think, football or basketball player turned jazz musician. Pretty awesome, huh? Uh, Let's get into our next story, shall we? Uh, And here's a really cool one. Geologists found a megastructure built by Ice Age hunters submerged in the Baltic Sea. Well, this is awesome stuff. In the autumn of 2021, geologists discovered an unusual row of stones more than a half mile long, just 21 meters below the sea off the Baltic coast. Excuse me, I was drinking coffee and the usual suspects are happening in my throat. The approximately 1,500 stones are aligned so regularly that a natural origin seems unlikely. A team of researchers from different disciplines now concluded that Stone Age hunter-gatherers likely built this structure around 11,000 years ago to hunt reindeer. The finding represents the first discovery of Stone Age hunting structure in the Baltic region. The scientists now present their findings in the proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. Originally, a team of researchers and students from Kyle University wanted to investigate manganese crusts on the ridge of the basalt, uh, I'm sorry, of the basalt hill that forms the seafloor about six miles off the coast of the Pomeranian town of Vederik. During their survey, however, they stumbled upon this strange row of stones characterized by many smaller stones that connected several large boulders. The researchers reported their discovery to the mecklenburg vorpommern State Agency for Culture and Monument Preservation. Today, the Baltic Sea is around 68 feet uh, deep uh, at this location. Thus, the stone wall must have been built before the sea level rose significantly after the end of the last ice age, which happened for the last time around 8,500 years ago. Large parts of the previously accessible landscape ultimately flooded at that time, but beforehand, the end of the wall likely touched a bog or lake, as can be seen in the basin-shaped depression underwater. For German readers, a more complex study was carried out by the Leibniz, I think I said it wrong, but bear with me, the uh, Leibniz, that's it, Leibniz Institute for Baltic Sea Research in Warrenmund, Uh, the research priority area in the Kyle Marine Science at Kyle University, the University of Rostock, the Center for Baltic Baltic and Scandinavian Archaeology, since 2024, part of the Leibniz Center for Archaeology, the German Aerospace Center, the Alfred Wagner Institute, Heimholt Center for Polar and Marine Research, as well as the LACD-M 
fee, whatever that means. The multidisciplinary team used modern geophysical methods to create a detailed 3D model of the wall to reconstruct the structure of ancient landscape. And you can read more about this and see this incredible 3D model of this wall. And it goes on and on and on. It's a very long article. And you can see other um, uh, related articles, especially Scotland claims it's found 5,000-year-old monument on par with Stonehenge in the Isle of Arran. That's A-R-R-A-N. Right on goodnewsnetwork.org. Let's get into our last set of music, shall we, for this hour. My Heart is Dancing by George Benson. Homebrew by Patrick Lamb. And I'll Make Love to You by Kirk Whalum. Right here on Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch, KSVU 90.1, Hamilton Concrete.
We're back with our second hour of Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch here on KSVU 90.1 FM in Hamilton Concrete. Let's get right into our music, shall we? Here is A Song for Elizabeth by Jonathan Butler. Love by Eric Darius and Brian Culbertson. At Your Service by Oli Silk and Julian Vaughn. Say You Will by LeBron. Right here on Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch.
Say You Will by LeBron. Right here on Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch, KSVU 90.1 FM. I hope you're having a great Sunday morning. You're enjoying your coffee, tea, or other hot beverage or cold beverage or whatever beverage you choose. Reading the Sunday morning paper, if you don't do that, on your tablet, on your phone, whatever, in the new era of the way we accept news. Here is the ski report. 49 degrees north, 7 inches of new snow, 22 to 56 inch powder base. Uh, they have 96% of their trails open, five to seven lifts. Alpental has no new snow. Pack powder base of 59 to 108 inches, 58% of their trails are open. Two of five lifts are open. Bluewood, two inches of new snow. 36 to 55 inch of powder base, 92% of their trails are open. Two of three lifts are open. Crystal Mountain, no new snow. 51 inches of packed powder base, 53% of their trails are open. Eight of 11 lifts are open. Mission Ridge, a 36 to 39 inch powder base, 84% of their lift, uh, trails are open. All seven lifts open. Mount Baker, two inches of new snow. Pack powder, 57 to 77 inches of base, 95% of their trails open. Six of 10 lifts open. Mount Spokane Ski and Snowboard Park, four inches of new snow, 33 to 56 inch base, 90 91% of their trails are open. One lift is not open of eight. Seven of eight lifts open. Stevens Pass Resort, 51 inches of pack powder base. 65% of their trails are open. 10 of 12 lifts open. Summit at Snoqualmie, 52 inches of variable condition base. Fits 72% of their trails are open. Seven of 20 lifts. And finally, White Pass with six inches of new snow. 58 to 76 inch powder base, uh, 87% trails open, and seven of eight lifts are open. And uh, let's go into our after Mojave fires. Camels help restore iconic Joshua tree groves in the cherished California desert. The Mojave National Preserve is having its iconic Joshua trees restored thanks to a crack team of dozen volunteers, three beasts, and six humps. Finally, wildfires in 2020 and 2023, following, excuse me, the wildfires, the National Park Service undertook a massive project to breed Joshua trees in nurseries and pack them into the high desert country, and a team of volunteers are using camels to do it. Camels, two humps, not to be confused with dromedaries, one hump, would have been present in North American continent during the last ice age, thanks to the Bering Land Bridge. So their presence isn't totally a disturbance. And indeed, the volunteers working with the camels on behalf of the National Park Service argue they cause less disturbance than mules or horses. Speaking of the Ice Age, the Mojave Desert's Joshua tree forests are the most expansive in the country, but they were able to grow to number in the millions because of the giant ground sloth, reports the LA, the LAist. That is L-A-I-S-T. These huge furry mammals fed on Joshua trees and would have been like double-decker buses for their seeds, carting them around to all corners of the desert. 
Since their extinction, the plant has had to rely on wind and rodents with decidedly less success. The germination rate is now extremely low, so the NPS knew the only way to ensure Joshua tree forests remain as robust as possible was to start a reforestation program for them, setting up a nursery in the Mojave Wilderness area right on top of the burnt scar from fires in 2020. You can read more about this fantastic thing and see those beasts carrying the Joshua trees between their two humps to get them replanted. Here is Walter Chancellor Jr. A beautiful day. The Biggest Part of Me by Tom Scott. Flying High by the late Nick Colleone. And Exotic Love by Bobby Lyle. Right here on Smooth Jazz. Sunday Brunch. KSVU 90.1 FM in Hamilton Concrete.
that's Exotic Love by Bobby Wilde. Right here on Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch, KSVU 90.1 FM in Hamilton Concrete. Yes, it is. Man is so made that when anything fires his soul, impossibilities vanish by Jean de La Fontaine. Jean de La Fontaine. Now, if we want to change this, Anyone is so made that when anything fires their soul, impossibilities vanish. See, I have covered all the bases in today's world. Okay? So I didn't offend anyone. All right. Let's get on to our next uh, story, or our last one for this hour. Unprecedented gift preserves 8,000 acres of the land between the rivers in Alabama, America's Amazon. When considering the great victories of America's conservationists, my gosh, we tend to think of sites and landscapes emblematic of the West. But there's also a rich history of acknowledging the value of the wetlands in America's South. These include such vibrant ecosystems as the Everglades, the Great Dismal Swamp, that's a oxymoron in and of itself, the floodplains of the Congaree River, and America's Amazon, also known as the land between the rivers. Recently preserved forever thanks to generous donors and work by the Nature Conservancy. With what the TNC described as the unprecedented gift, 8,000 acres of pristine wetlands where Alabama and the Tombigbee Rivers join, known as the Mobile, Mobile Delta, were purchased for the purpose of conservation for $15 million. The owners chose to sell to the TNC rather than the timber industry, which planned to log the location. Oh, of course, they want to take everything down. This is one of the most important conservation victories that we have ever been a part of, said Mitch Reed, state director for the Nature Conservancy in Alabama. The area is filled with oxbow lakes, creeks, and swamps alongside the rivers and their home to many species that it ranks as one of the most biodiverse ecosystems on earth, such that Reed often jokes that while it rightfully earned the moniker America's Amazon, the Amazon should seriously consider using the moniker South America's Mobile. That's it. And there's more to that story if you want to read it. Uh, we have coming up Soulful Strut, Elvin Clayton Pope, and Rio uh, Soulful, excuse me, Soulful by Kel Harris. Soulful Strut is with um, another artist. Uh, whose name eludes me, but I'll get to it in, in a minute. Uh, Rio by Elvin Clayton and Ready Steady Flow by Chris Standring, if I can get to it. Uh, I have about uh, 12 minutes, 13 minutes and 22 seconds of music. We have 43 on the board. And here we go with our last set of music on Smooth Jazz set of Sunday Brunch.
signal that our show is come to an end for this Sunday here on the um, 18th of February. I hope you enjoyed our show as always. The stories I tell or read, tell, no, read, exactly. <laughs> yes, and also the music. Um, please enjoy the rest of your week. Upcoming, be nice to your neighbor. Um, hug your family. Tell them you love them. And we'll be right here next week on the radio. Thank you.